0: Hey everybody, this is David Paddock, and you're listening to the Machination Log for August 30th, 2016. I don't have anything special for you guys today, so we'll just sit and chat for five minutes. If you listened to the podcast yesterday, I had Matt Smeta on, and he talked about a sleeping regimen that he was going to implement, and I told him that I was going to actually try to adhere to it too, and uh, I completely failed to do that. I went to sleep at about midnight, but I did compensate for it by waking up. At about 5.45. So, I don't know what it is. I can't sleep more than five hours consistently. It doesn't really matter what happens during that time. I could get actual good sleep. Um, I don't necessarily have to get up to use the restroom. or uh, Nothing seems to prompt me. I just I wake up after about five hours. I don't know what the deal is. Thankfully, it seems to be a kind of natural thing. So, I may actually lean into it a little harder in the future. But it's a dangerous path to tread for anybody who's not tried polyphasic sleeping before that's where you sleep in two different increments during the day. It can be cool. it can also ruin your life um but thankfully, I'm the kind of person who is okay with that kind of experimentation uh, speaking of experimentation, and that actually that'll tie into a thread all its own. um I've gone back to an eating ritual that I really liked and I'm not entirely sure why I stopped it initially maybe it was just laziness it was almost certainly just laziness that's what stops most rituals not having the stick with itness to keep going on them but I um I implemented a mini fast during the day where I don't I essentially don't eat from the time I fall asleep until somewhere around 5 p.m. and that may sound torturous to a lot of people out there, but it's actually a good sign that your diet is in order if you can fast for short periods of time and not feel ill side effects. And granted, I feel some ill side effects because I'm not eating quite as well as I should, but the cravings that you get for food, the ones that you feel in your stomach for specific kinds of food, um, the ones that come as like pangs Those are not actually hunger. They are just straight-up cravings. And do yourself a favor. Ignore those. They're not good for you. All they do is encourage you to eat garbage that you really shouldn't eat. And they do actually subside. If you wait them out, they will go away after 10 or 15 minutes. If they don't, you probably need additional triage on that point. But I ain't your doctor, so go talk to somebody who actually knows something about it. You might also be wondering what exactly is the upside of... Doing a fast like that. Um, When it hits 5 p.m., you basically get carte blanche to eat whatever the hell comes to mind. Um, It'd be nice if it was a healthy thing, but it doesn't even necessarily matter. It gives you permission to eat a relatively fantastic meal and you're ready for it because after 16 hours, you may actually be really hungry and the flavors in the food will actually come out and you'll be able to appreciate them. I highly recommend trying this. And part of the reason I brought that up in addition to Matt's little sleeping regimen is that these are both things that I've tried before. I've tried polyphasic sleep. I've tried waking up early and going to bed early following the Ben Franklin method. And I've tried doing little fat 16-hour suspensions of food during the day. I know these all work, but I'm having to rediscover them ...on a continuous basis. These are things that I should be doing, but for whatever reason, they they disappear. And in fact, the mini-fasts are an idea that I stole from myself. I was reading back through a journal in review from two years ago, and I was totally doing it then, on this very day, two years ago, and enjoying it intensely. Actually, it may have only been a year ago. Regardless, learn from yourself you've probably done things in the past that are worth remembering and you just fell off the wagon for a minute. Just get back on the wagon. Just go do, do those things. Do the things you know you're supposed to do. And when you inevitably fall into the homeostatic resistance of just not wanting to do it, acknowledge that feeling and then do it anyway. I would tell you that life's too short, but in reality, it's not actually all that short. The actual message to pull away is that you should live your life. And you should live your life to the extent that you already know how to live it. Don't lose the progress you've already made. That's plenty of motivational speaking. What else is going on? I was noticing earlier today how many narratives pass through my consciousness. On any given day, not necessarily narratives for myself, but narratives that other people have created that I am inspecting, whether in the form of nonfiction or fiction, in the realm of sports or general culture or geopolicy or fashion or video games or anything of that kind. Just the number of tales or yarns someone has spun spun by people who are inundated in a world that I'm not aware of intimately. And it's weird. I've, I've spoken against multitasking numerous times on this podcast. But it's essentially impossible not to consider the way that I approach media to be multitasking. I mean, I'm going to count them tomorrow just as an experiment. But I, the number can't be less than 50 written or read that exist in an entire world that I'm not part of that I have to switch into at a moment's notice to properly appreciate what's being said. Actually, I guess if you picked individual social media posts, it'd probably be in the thousands, but I'm going to restrict my search to the larger forms. It's also occurring to me that it might make sense to pare some of those down because that may explain why I've had just a focal haze the last week that's made it exceptionally hard to do anything for more than about half an hour before needing a break. But I'm not sure where I would start paring it down. We may need to do a communal cast on that. We'll see. I've been playing the game 80 days on the computer. It's clearly designed for a tablet, but uh, it works just fine on Steam. That game is charming. If you need a one-word review of it, I'm going to make a more formal Review of it probably next week when I'm when I've had my fill of it. But if you've not played 80 Days and you're not aware of what it is, I would recommend just falling into it. If you're the kind of person who's willing to spend the I don't know how much it costs. It was probably eight bucks. I could look that up, but I'd rather you look it up since you're the one who's going to buy it anyway. Um, initial impressions: great writing, elegant art style, and a neat premise. I'm I'm a fan. I need to find a way to do video game reviews that aren't quite as boring for everybody else out there. I can't imagine most people enjoy the video game reviews. For one thing, they don't really fit the format of the podcast. But they're also just, I don't know, reviewing things by yourself. It it doesn't, unless you tie it into another specific topic, they don't, those reviews, they they are personal in such a way. I'm describing my own experience in a way that is in some way not relatable to the audience. Um, and though I do like getting those pieces out, um, they are a fulfilling thing to write, to actually put into words what I'm feeling about a video game. It's not like a movie podcast where I can talk with Nicole Ryan and any guests we happen to have on about the specific things that drive a movie. Like, there's something there's something altogether more appealing about that, at least from an external point of view. I mean, that could be totally delusional, but... I feel like there might be a better way to do that and I'm going to explore what it might be since it seems like video games are going to remain in my life for an indefinite period of time. Alright, I'm going to punch this clock before everybody falls asleep. This is one of the pitfalls of having a daily podcast, but um, I'm going to say on balance it's worth it. So, expect more of them. There's also a house party I'd like to get back to before it's my bedtime. Shout out to Syro and crew. Good morning, everyone.